I just want to go into my computer, Trent, and start a show. Yeah. <laughs> He's not funny. Josh Josh Stiffer just posted a great gif. Oh yeah, the 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 Fletch. The Fletch? Yeah. Can I get your hand in here? <laughs> Me? <laughs> I'm gonna enjoy that for a while. I, I just I don't want anyone to tweet anything just so I can see that sit in the stream. That's fucking funny, dude. I goddamn I love Chevy Chase. I I, I love what Chevy Chase was. Yeah, I don't know. I I still en- I enjoyed him as Pierce. With clever meme, with funny tweet, I'll never leave my office seat. Those who think they know what's right, listen on Sundays to NetHeads, all right? You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now, so when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek, giving you the info you need to achieve mega nerd status. Mega nerd status. NetHeads. 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 You guys rock. And now, here's Will and Trent. Not if I don't unmute those lines first. Hi, everybody. That's right. Will Wilkins, NetHeads. Yeah, and Trent Hunsaker. Damn Netheads. straight. We are, multi- yeah. we are a multicasting machine. Yeah, we're, we're, we're coming at you uh, on Sir, which people are no, usually... They're used to have people come at them through, sir. I don't. Do you I know don't, what I mean? No, I. I hope I don't. Honestly. Well, I mean, it's they're familiar with it. It's 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 like that booty call that you just you know it's okay. Like, sure, you're really messing with with her uh, psyche and and her mind, but you just you just want to feel something that's warm, you know. And and that's that's where we that's where we're used to going for sir, you know. <clears throat> Or you know, it, people can also watch us live, not just listen to us. You know, that, so that, I, I guess it's like it's like sexting versus like Snapchatting. You know. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, smartgas.com forward slash sir. It's a little. Where's the link? Don't worry about it. Uh, and you can also watch us on via the YouTubes because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, for some reason, um, you know, they told us we have a face for radio, and you know, we decided and to. Here, yeah. And here we are putting it putting it right on right on the tel- the fake televisions. You know, I was all amped and excited because I was like, "Yeah, you know what? We are we're just these multicasting maniacs." And then it it just fell for me. I'm oh done. no, I mean, yeah. And so you can check us out on YouTube or also on Smodcast.com or on the Stitcher app for live streaming radio. Is that still a thing? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah I mean, I use it. I use it when I have to. It just it sucks because they dumb the audio down so much that like oh it just it sounds awful. It sounds like listening to some of your favorite old timey radio shows on an AM station. Mm-hmm. Which, mm-hmm. by the way, if you're listening to us on smodcast.com forward slash cert, that's how we're sounding as well because that in itself is also a very compressed signal. Yeah, but that's, I mean, for live radio, that's kind of like for live internet radio, that's what you have to do. And then, unless you're listening onto the podcast, then you're getting it in, in like some high quality surround. Oh my gosh, dude. I have, uh, 
as I've mentioned, uh, rewired the studio. And last week, apologies uh, for the audio quality, but uh, well, we I had to think take, it was bad. We had to take it off the YouTube because I, you know, these Trent. I got to tell you, these micro SD cards. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If it weren't size impractical, I would slap one of those little tracking doodads that you can get, you know, like the tracker or whatever. Yep. And, and yep. For, I, for, for like your kids, so you don't want them to get, you know, taken, taken, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. Because I tell you what, when it comes to keeping these things around, I do not have a particular set of skills. Dude, I am the same way. And it sucks because like, A, you know, you've got maybe like 20 gigs worth of stuff on there. <laughs> That's a lot of damn shit you can lose. Yeah, it is. And it's and it's like an inch by an inch and a half. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this was not a good idea, folks. Now, this is what we call a basic design flaw. I mean, yeah. you know, at this point, it, it should just be maybe a port where I could stick my thumb in there and just let me be the reader because I, I'll at least know where my thumb is uh, a yeah, day well, from hopefully. now. Yeah. Yeah. Firmly planted <laughs> up. My, no. Um, not there. Uh, anyway, if you want to take part in the program, you can one of many ways. One of them is Twitter. Trent, explain it to him. Well, if you use the hashtag uh, NetHeads, um, not unlike uh, um, we got uh, Josh uh, Stifter and Simon David Fisher and Cass Young, uh, excuse me, Cass Ward, like you, then you can just jump into the stream and we'll ch and you can throw the show off. You can direct the show sometimes. You know what I mean? Like well, we'll we'll come into this. Yeah, with an idea, you completely throw it off, man. Uh, you and can then it changes completely. Be the iceberg to our Titanic. We always Aww. love that. Aww. And I'll tell you, if I if I last week we had our the last time we did the show. Pardon me, not last week. Uh, we had a bit yeah. of a we had a bit of a thing happen in the oh, family. Man, yeah, I would say. So uh, you know, there other things held far more importance. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. So. Um, we weren't on last week. We're back this week and, um, I forgot where I was going. Oh, uh, w the last time we were talking though, we discussed the, uh, the benefits, the pluses and minuses of windows 10. Yes. And, um, I can tell you one of the minuses right now, because I have to keep track of so many passwords, Trent. Yeah. Uh -huh. I literally can't get into the machine that we usually take Skype calls through because oh, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. I have, I have forgotten my password. Yep. Oh, and guess what? Their their system for resetting your password right now is down at the moment. It's down. Yeah. Okay. You know, and I haven't I haven't ever used one, but boy, um, uh, Will Kent, who with whom I live, you know, or my roommate, he works for um the IT department at the university here, and they sure do love their their uh app or their password managers in the IT. Oh, I, you know, I can get that kind of like, uh, there was one vault one that came with my phone. Yep. Oh, no, um, no, pardon me. That came with one of my previous ones. <laughs> uh, by the way, Trent, in trying to locate the memory card, I'm going to name off three items. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and I want you okay. to tell me which of the three was not found underneath my desk. Okay. Okay. okay fair enough. Uh, the captain item Amer number one, item number one, the captain America, uh, Marvel crate collector's pin. Just the like a like a like a button? Yeah, it's like a collector's like, pin. Yeah, okay. Okay. Number 2. A uh LG Curve phone. Ooh. Same phone that Kevin Smith himself held in his hand at one point and said, you know, not for because at the time Chris Jenner had just had a car accident. Yeah. But he yeah, held, yeah. held in my phone is like not for Chris or uh, Bruce Jenner, but is that phone curved? Is that, yeah. 
Like to the sides? Yeah, and yes, it is. Uh, number three. Um, okay, this is going to be a giveaway. Yeah, as as you reach underneath the gravity. <laughs> okay, wait, hold on. Number three, a scented candle. Number four, a hot plate. Which of these items was not under my desk? Um, I'm going to say the phone. Trent. Oh, it was a trick question. Wrong. It was a trick question. They were all under there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. Even, and and you know what? There's even more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's see, that's that's what's so great about hard surfaces that are elevated. Not only can you put things on top of them, you can also put them underneath. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Oh boy! You know, I would like I would like to think that things have changed since you know when we were eight and we were told to go clean our rooms. No, we still shove it underneath something and put it on top of things. That's what we do. Actually, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. I um, I because I do suffer from that. I mean, there are two points of contention in the house at all. Three points of four points of contention at the house <laughs> at all times. Uh-huh. Uh, the bathroom I use, the garage, the backyard, my office. Yeah. Um, all areas I'm supposed to be responsible for. All areas horribly. I mean, this this room is this broadcast studio is shameful. It's ridiculous yeah. right now, Trent. Uh, well, you know, we're very few of us were taught how to clean, though. You know, in in in. So it's just not something you kind of either like figured it out or you didn't. You know, I would like to be able to use that excuse, Trent, but I'm 45 <laughs> years old. Yeah, yeah. Well, you uh, know. but no, I thought about it earlier, uh, Trent, because it comes down to time management. Okay, sure. Yep. yep. And as, as does as do most things. Yeah, and like for example, this morning I spent roughly an hour. Uh, by the way, sorry for the extra noise, but I successfully hacked my way into my own account. Yeah. Um. So now Skype's powering up and powering down, and I'm I don't want to look away again to try and figure out which bus it is in the mixer. Look away. <laughs> Don't judge me, man. I'm going to go with number three. No. Yeah. Are you still there, Trent? I'm here. Here I am. Professional broadcasters, everyone. We've actually been paid to do this. Yeah. People bought tickets and everything. Yeah. Can you imagine? Uh, I was thinking about it earlier. Uh, This morning, I spent about an hour, and I was pulling weeds on the side yard. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know where everyone is saying there's all this money in weed in California because I had a whole side yard of it. (laughs) Horrible pain in the ass. Yeah. And you're like, you're like, I could go to jail for this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> could you imagine though? If I mean, I, there have been a few cases, by the way, of of police stations in Northern California, where eventually somebody thought they'd be funny and they planted a seed in front of the police station. Right? Really? Yes. And eventually, a pot plant grows right in front of some police station somewhere. Oh shit! That well. is that is funny. Um, but that's, could you imagine though, if somebody, I mean, like if I were one of those like utterly clueless parents and you know, like a few years from now, there's, you know, suddenly my daughter's taking, taking a big, uh, interest in botany, you know, Uh I don't think, I don't think she would. I'm not saying she would. I'm just saying, Or, or that she, or that she couldn't, you know, we're just, you know, hypothetically saying, are we, are we really? I don't. I don't know. It depends on what kind of school she's enrolled in. I suppose uh, she's enrolled in a good one. It's okay. 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 <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm just saying though. It, it, well, we're already talking about a hypothetical where I'm I'm utterly clueless. Which you know, uh, folks, I helped put together a studio in Kevin Smith's house. All right. Yeah, so you, you know what's going on. I got a little bit of a clue, uh, you've, but you've you've witnessed um, 
certain contact uh, effects before. <laughs> you know, wow, do you guys got a, do you have a bad skunk problem up here in the yeah. hills? What is that? Kevin, I don't know what's going on in here, but geez. Holy moly. <laughs> um, n- not one of those. Um, but <laughs> I, I just, I couldn't imagine being one of those parents where somebody suddenly tells you those aren't tomato plants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're they're beautiful plants, but gosh dang it, there's no fruit coming. But look at the way she takes after them. I mean, she just. Gosh, she sure cares. I, and I hate, I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but <laughs> there's just no fruit coming here. I'm going to tell you, <laughs> honey, I told you, it's not, it's like the peach tree. You got to go out, by the yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, you got to go out there and, you know, show it some tough love once in a while. Yeah. Turn we're it down a little. We are full on in that season too, because basically I operate now in the, uh, until the tree is properly trimmed, which <laughs> still no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah. That, um, that whole strategy now is a zero fruit season. Really? Yeah, so I go out and I just, I you know, pull on a broomstick and just beat the ever-living hell out of my tree, and it causes the, the forming pits to, to fall, so they won't become yeah. a peach. Um, yeah. But then comes the pain in the ass of raking up all these little uh, oh, silver dollar-sized green buds. Yep. And wait, what are we talking about again? You, yeah, because if you don't, they, they eventually work their ways down into the ground, and then they make your, your lawn super lumpy and hard. Yeah. Well, because they're I'm, also going to, they're trying to be, I, I guess they're, you know, the thing I don't understand about fruit bearing trees is that they will bear fruit to their own detriment. Yep. You know, this tree oh, yeah, literally totally. has. They'll, they'll kill itself. Yeah. And, and I would think in the principle of, you know, grand design, it wouldn't do that. Well, you know, a thousand years probably, but, you know, man has, has been affecting biology of of you know botany and 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 plants for so long you know grafting and and selective breeding that you know these like like corn for example right the corn that the native americans planted was was like and and harvested was was maybe at best four inches long but you know we've 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 got in there to 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 make it that much better so that can produce more and yada 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 yeah but they you know they they told them it was six right yeah, no, the, the pilgrim said it was a good size. <laughs> Wait a minute now. Okay, so I, I'm sorry. I was just sitting here listening to you just speak eloquently about this matter-of-fact uh, thing <laughs> and, and realizing how did this – how did we get here? Um, but yeah. uh, I had – I was pulling the weeds on the side yard. Um, now, right. mind yes. you, what I had done earlier in the week, I had planned for Sunday – I invested 10 minutes and I sprayed my entire yard for all of the area where the weeds are that I need to get rid of. Right. To, to let them s- kill down for a day or so. Well, in this case, it was to let them kill down for a week because these were some hardy ones. So, Oof. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hit them. Let, it, let that dry. I hit them again. Yeah. Because, you know, the brilliant thing about stuff like Roundup is it's the meanest kind of poison. It, because, you know, you put it on the it's, plant. and it, then it, it creates a broken heart. No, no, it's even worse than that because it takes the precious sunlight that the plant uses to live and it uses, you know, the whole creation process to kill itself. It sends the oh. poison down to the roots to feed them. And and the reason why I do this isn't because I'm, a, you know, a madman or anything, no. but well, uh, I mean, not w- in this case. Once the weed is not so engaged with the uh fact of living, uh, the roots aren't as tenacious. Right. If you will. 
So, uh, so I was planning ahead now, mind you, there is almost a week that these weeds are still standing there, right? Right. Just kind of like wilting. Right. So am I being time conscientious or am I being lazy? I, I, you know what, here's the thing though. I would, I would like to think that, um, a little of both and and not, and not in a bad way. You know what I mean? Like part of, part of being time consciousness or having time consciousness or awareness is, you know, making the best use of your time, which might be laziness in one man's eyes, but stupid is as stupid does. Exactly. Yeah. You know, in in the long run, I think uh, to ever put any topic to bed, all you got to do is drop a little Forrest Gump on it, and then oh. you can just like walk away. Yeah, a- absolutely. Which is um, in the Urban Dictionary. Just look up what a Forrest Gump is, and you'll know how to, how to drop a Forrest Gump on it. I already found out what a Rusty Venture is, and I'm not <laughs> fooling, falling for that one again, young man. <laughs> <clears throat> so anyway. Uh, I, I thought I was being, I thought I was thinking ahead is what I thought was doing. But then I'm, I'm just wondering if I had been lazy. Did it help though? As far as oh, like. Oh gosh, did, yeah. I mean, I was able to to pull up all the weeds in about 30 minutes. Yeah. Cause that's the word. There's nothing worse than pulling like a fresh weed. And then it like breaks off like in the stock, like not even down into the, into the root. And then the cocksucker just grows right back. Yeah. But that's the other idea is that by letting the plant kill itself over time, Right. Uh, The root is actually already poisoned. Yes. So, because it's the same thing I do, even if I'm going to use a weed whacker in a a certain area, I'm going to spray up the area first. Yep. Because that way I'm just like the finishing touch. It's already, it's already, I don't don't mean to sound gross, but it's already in the ground dying. Okay. It's writhing and with pain and. Whoa. Am I getting a little dark this week? I'm sorry. Well, you know. By the way, if you want to try and take part in the program, you can one of many ways. Uh, as we've said, Twitter, hashtag NetHeads is one. The other, if you want to give it a shot, uh, is via Skype if we're live. If we're not, you yeah. can leave a message. Uh, one guy had a whole slew of messages I was looking forward to playing uh, upon our return, but then he said that he quit the show. So, Oh, well, you know. It happens. Yeah. So, you know, I'm looking at all these wonderful messages I saved. Now we can get rid of those. Uh, but anyway, that's uh, it's it's real simple. It's hashtag NetHeads on air via Skype. If you want to be adventurous, you can also call uh, 925-238-9020. Or you can try, uh, uh, what is the other one? Eight- uh, I don't even, yet bet one. No, no, eight six 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 one zero nine four five five. I think. Five, five. Uh-huh. He's been so long, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I'm sorry. Oh, you know, and sorry to like bring things down on on a sad note. Holy, lots of like famous people dying this week, dude. I, uh, you know, I, you got to understand, a lot of celebrities might be dying if those of us that aren't voting for Trump, for example, actually start <laughs> to wonder if Randy Quaid was on to something. Wait, because, what did Randy Quaid say? Don't you remember his his big pre-Canadian uh, escape rant where he said that there was a celebrity mafia and what? that that it was killing celebrities? Really? You don't remember this? No. Yeah, before he like came back all crazy beard with yeah. his wife and running up to Canada for a political asylum for yeah. uh, an arrest and them damaging a hotel or some house they were I don't know what it was. Yeah. I mean, uh, what we do know is Randy Quaid went nuts. Well, um, 
and it's that's Scientology, right? I mean, <laughs> well, <that's>... I don't. <laughs> you know, the thing is, if you're if you're if you're just ranting, ravey, raving crazy, yeah, I would think if your target really was Scientology, you would just blatantly say Scientology, right? Yeah, because what else are they gonna do? <laughs> yeah, it's like like you're already you've already hung it out there, and someone's already holding the cleaver. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, well, it's, I mean, I feel bad for uh, actually uh, Joni Lauer, uh, also known as China. Yes, because yeah, once yeah, again, yeah. Um, you know, kind of the limelight just stolen away. Yeah, with with uh, Prince passing, was it the same day or, or the day after? It may have been the day after. I don't know. I mean, and and the thing with China is, uh, you know, that's one of those things where. You know, uh, entertainment and reality colliding can be a bad yeah. thing because I think yep. her, if she had been in that industry but not had the relationship she had with Triple H. Oh, dude. Yep. Right. I mean, I don't. Exactly. And 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 let's 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 face it. I'm a jobber, right? What you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> and I even know this. Yeah. Um, but do you want to provide a little more insight into that? Yeah, so they had so, a really messed up relationship, as I understand. They they did have a really messed up relationship, and this was this was during the quote unquote attitude era. So this is when there was a huge ratings war between um, C, uh, WCW on TBS and uh, USA Network with uh, WWE, well WWF at the time, and the uh, Triple H was was kind of leading the whole thing with this thing called. Um, Gosh, what was it? Uh, the D D Generation X, and they were like these these like so they are Gen Xers, which makes sense. But they're saying like you know we're the bad boys of the Gen Xers, and we're gonna come in here and we're gonna be all raunchy. And so you know they they were the ones that termed the like suck it tagline, where they'd like cross their their wrists and like hump the air or whatever. And they just did awful like everything was a double entendre on the mic and everything. <coughs> and they brought China in as part of their faction, and um backstage china and triple h were 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 sexual partners in like really weird ways you know what i mean is like like aggressive mean uh stuff that maybe it was consensual <laughs> we don't really know um and all the while he's also dating stephanie mcmahon before they got married and she and then he became a stakeholder in the company these uh, are the the marriage from of the owner's daughter it was a whole messed up thing and and the crazy part is this isn't the scripted part of uh, professional no. wrestling at all yeah yeah this this was the this is the stuff they didn't want getting out exactly i mean unless you be confused folks we're not talking about a storyline that was on w on like, like monday night raw this yeah, was no yeah real behind the scenes shit and obviously and pardon me i don't mean to be generalizing because i don't think that every woman that develops as a bodybuilder is right. is in any way shape or form damaged however i i believe that for what we eventually learned that china was into or joni or whatever you want to yeah. say yep. you know i think that kind of indicates there was probably a damaged childhood as well and this is a person that that was already uh, scarred in some ways yep. yeah oh for sure for sure and so you know when when and and, and i can i you know when when triple h and stephanie get married and like they that becomes part of the big storyline that they're a, an actual married couple now i can see why the company would want to then distance themselves from the real life goings ons with you know they're they're now company stakeholder kind of the the leader of the ww with triple h 
And so she was kind of tossed to the side. Um, and then we're like, and, and was given no support system, which is a, a very common thing that any, uh, retired wrestler has kind of said, um, that, that they're never really hired. They're always just, um, contractors. And so they never really have like a, a 401k or anything like that. They're just allowed to like, all right, you're done. They don't even get health insurance, for example, because they're, they're personal contractors. And so like, they're just sent on their way to go fi figure your life out now. And that's where we saw like uh, uh, China fell into uh, you know the the porn industry. Um, uh, now, famous can, you, can you explain to me? I mean, was that a a thing where did she plan the release, or was this okay? Well, this is happening, so let's try and capitalize on it. Yeah, well, and and, and maybe so. Uh, my guess is someone probably approached her. Right, that would be. I, I would think they would see the popularity and try to seize on that. But I mean, if, if anyone watched the, the season of celebrity rehab that she was on, like she, she, I, th I felt really bad for her. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and at the same time, really loved her as an entertainer. I thought she would did a, a very great job. Um, and, uh, maybe about a year ago or less than that, triple H did a podcast with stone cold, Steve Austin and Austin straight up asked him, you know, will China ever be in the, in the hall of fame? And he said, uh, you know, she's taken some career paths that don't align with the, the company's pro like family, PG entertainment, blah, 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 blah. So blah, blah, probably not. Blah, blah, blah. Um, which is shitty because that, you know, it, not that it matters because she's dead. Like she doesn't know. It doesn't oh matter God, to her. Dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she's dead. So it's like, not like that would help now. <laughs> But it would be for you know, fans. Trent, don't I soften it, it, please. Tell us what you really think. <laughs> it would be nice for the company to like extend an olive branch like that, but it'll never happen. Yeah, and that's a and if, if you've been a if you've been a Stern listener, she's been on Stern uh, over the years as well because there was a period she was trying to uh, do music and yeah, yep. I mean it, it's everything you would expect from somebody that got used up and thrown out of a of a of a system that you know, gave fame and popularity and then had it just taken away. Totally. Totally. I mean, same thing. I mean, you look at, you look at some of the career choices that macho man, Randy Savage was taking too near the end of his career. Famously there's, he, he was doing like a hip hop album that you can see on YouTube and it's, it's sad. It's just really, really sad. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to choose to remember my, um, macho man that way. No, gosh, I want to no, remember him busting in on the uh, on the the honeycomb hideout and stuff. Yeah, I want I want I want to remember him being the 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 real live actual Kool Aid man. <laughs> <laughs> Only, but however, not pushing Kool Aid, he was pushing no, no. a Slim Jim. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Got to snap into a Slim Jim. Damn straight. Um, and, but then the big one happened. Yeah, dude. And this is uh. I don't know. This is just one of those things that it, it's kind of like when it happens, it you realize it's just one of those things you never imagined would happen. Could, well, yeah. So it, obviously Prince, right? Yeah, that's where I'm going with this. The dude hasn't aged in 30 years. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, and, and the stories that you're hearing about now, I think my favorite is the one that's uh, taking rotation at the moment. Uh, a great article somebody put together. I don't know. It's clickbait anyway, folks, because sure, you can sure, find sure. the shit on your own. But the telling of the story of the 40th anniversary Saturday Night Live special, the after okay, I party. Saw, I saw, yeah, I only saw the, the headline. I don't know what. It was Jimmy Fallon or? 
Well, Fallon told about the story that that builds up to this. So basically, it capped off with Prince okay. uh, coming up on stage because they had it was the after party and they just had like like m- music set up and or like instruments and stuff. And, uh, you know, eventually uh, Dan Aykroyd winds up on stage, then Fallon winds up on stage, and he's, yeah. he's basically coordinating and pulling up people that wanted to do things, knowing the setup was there. And then at the, at like, one moment while he's running around, Chris Rock tells him, or no, Dave Chappelle comes up to him oh. and says, hey, man, uh, you know, Prince is here, so if you play your cards right, and uh, then... Uh, Fallon, who had had uh, plenty of drinks by that point, uh, <laughs> in his smoothness, he just went up on the stage and said, Prince, I hear, I hear you're here. I dare you to come up on stage. Oh, shit. And that closed out the night, ladies and gentlemen, because I think he played Let's Go Crazy. Ugh. And uh, so that's live. And then uh, Seth Meyers uh, comes in with another part of the story in, a, in an example from his show uh-huh. where he talks about how, you know, Prince is up on stage and he's playing. And then at one point he just hands his guitar to the audience and does some dancing and does whatever Prince does or goes to play the piano. And, and then he comes back and he puts his hands up and the guitar comes back. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> And that's only that what happens because it's Prince. Because it's Prince. Because you know? Seth, as Seth Meyer said, he said, you know, it's like if that happened, you're like, oh, my gosh, I've got Prince's guitar. I got to get out of here. Yeah, yeah, but instead, yeah. because it's Prince, you're like, well, I, I should get out of here. But, well, what if he needs it? Yeah, but but, but Prince might need it still. Like, exactly. It's Prince's guitar. So uh, just – and that's the thing about it. The guy was he, – he truly was an artist. He, yes. I mean yep. – because I don't even understand how the guy who brought us Darling Nikki could be the same one that's against, uh, you know, the potty mouth now, yep. if you will. Yep, I know, dude. I know. So that's an interesting line to walk. But he really, he was, and the other thing that uh, I often heard uh, through the 80s when the heyday was hitting was that he was also an artist ahead of his time, which is true. A lot of the things that he has done, the spectacle, I mean, he kind of. He and Madonna were kind of leaders in that. I, the only thing I've realized, though, is that um, if you've ever seen the video for Raspberry Beret. Which I haven't. That's how I want to imagine every moment was like Four Prince at Paisley Park. Just filled in an exotic set with nothing but a bunch of different people all dressed like different versions of him. <laughs> well, he's just standing around playing music somewhere up yeah, in heaven right yeah. now. That's what's happening. I hope. Yeah. Uh, and, and actually I got to give credit where credit is due. Um, you know, one of the interesting things with the new site design of smodcast.com is that, uh, uh, we are exploring different things. And one of them is a news section. So where we can include, you know, information that comes along or that's relevant to the world yeah. of Kevin Smith. Uh, some yeah. of them are just, you know, we'll, we'll cite articles, uh, for, uh, from other sources or we'll author some of our own. And one yeah. of the writers that we've engaged is a person that may be very familiar to you, Trent, uh, because it's you. Oh yeah. I guess that, I guess it would be. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Poor Trent sitting down there going, wait a minute, am I getting fired right I'm now? I'm like, oh shit, is this, is this? <laughs> and they're like, yes, uh, f- familiar to you, Trent. <laughs> you um, you did two things uh, that I thought uh, were really well done. One of them was the uh, simple reprinting, in a way, 
of the Instagram post that Kevin had done. Uh, yeah, yes. And then the second one was a, a just an amazingly – and look, I, I don't mean to, you know, jerk you off here on the air. No, please, by all means. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, half, I'm halfway masked already. I, I need it. I need it. Please continue. Yeah. But uh, you uh, – first of all, that was a very simple task. But you've also taken uh, these news articles uh, on the website of the guy known for pot, uh, dick, and fart jokes. Yeah. And dude, you have elevated them to quite the literary level. <laughs> like they are starting off with like quotes of 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 literary giants and people from history. <laughs> and and it and you use that to set the tone for the rest yeah. of the article. I mean, in many ways I almost feel like you stumble across a relevant quote and that somehow becomes your muse. For the entire thing that that then unveils itself. Yeah, that's actually the last few articles. That's exactly what, what's what's happened. Um, but it's always it's always nice when we when I have something unique to share with it too. Mm -hmm. Um, and and one thing uh, I I think at least I I've seen where you know the the message board and and Simon Bob speaks Kevin's blog were like the main ways for for Kevin to disseminate content that you know that's that's at least like pre pre facebook pre twi twitter stuff and twitter itself being so limited that kevin has gravitated toward um uh instagram mm -hmm. hugely is is as far as like working things out publicly um in in writing and what he wrote about prince was so relevant i think um for a lot of people do you know what i mean as, as far as like having someone who's been behind the scenes like like the soundtrack to your life he said it's it's a huge part of makes up who you are um that he articulated it so well that, but it's instagram it's kind of hard to read <laughs> yeah definitely so I, I think and and then that was the other thing pointed out of instagram I, I i just felt like it 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 gave it a lot more um substance do mm -hmm. you know what i mean uh, maybe a little bit more weight to it than than just like the because instagram's focused on the on the photos or the images that you post well it's kind of in the name instagram yeah, right yeah true true um and then but the other the other part was uh, uh a fan of the show um and who i run into at salt lake comic-con every year philip who is a huge fan of prince um asked a question about prince's interaction that you know kevin has famously had in prince world when um kevin came to logan at death ray comics and did the nehead show with us Dude, come on. Yeah. Like, and so that now, now now you see now I'm going to pass out because like one of the most entertaining things I've ever listened to in listening to any type of of what I'll just call a concert film in this sure. case. Yeah. Um that Prince story was oh just Oh my gosh, dude. And by the way, folks, if you go to uh, youtube.com/kevin uh, smith, yes. you can watch it full HD in its entirety. I know yep. Excuse me. There are other versions uh, out there, but you know this is a uh, this is straight from the man's mouth. So go there and, to and check the it out. And the audio is actually good quality too. The other ones, the audio is like really bad. Yeah, that's the other uh, nice thing about it. Uh, but that uh, you know the thing about that is uh, to to have now a connection to that because it's yeah. just an engrossing yep. story. It's exactly it really what is. you want. It's it's inside baseball. It's yep. it's that moment like if I ever interacted with Prince, what would it be like? And the beautiful thing is it completely fulfills 
everything you may have ever imagined, but not in a negative way so much. No, no, exactly. And that's and that's the thing that I, I hope people don't don't watch it and think like, whoa, but no. And, and I think Kevin really got to the to the crux of everything. And I think it's something that happens to a lot of people. There, there are two things they that are a creative and and b surround themselves with people who who foster them or uh take care of everything so that they can focus on the creativity they just don't have the 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 problems uh that other people might have that stops them from being creative and i think that's what totally fell in with with prince like he had smartly surrounded himself in an environment that was 100% purely creative and for someone to walk in and look at that you're just like what the fuck <laughs> Dude, I never knew that Paisley Park, that um, that glass pyramid part uh-huh. of the structure, apparently whenever he was in the building, it was lit purple. Shut up. Are you serious? I am not fucking kidding. <laughs> you know, that would be like every time Kevin Smith went to a certain place, if just yeah. like vapor smoke came out. It just lit up green. <laughs> all the green smoke just start streaming. Do we elect a new pope? No, no. Just- no, no. Kevin's home. No, just the smod father. <laughs> just uh, pay it no mind, pay it no mind. Um, oh, actually, though, uh, to have a connection to that story is interesting. I, and the thing that uh, amazed me about it, too, because, you know, I can't play dumb. I knew what direction we're going when you started talking about this. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I I fully support it because that's, um, you know, it. one, I'd, I'd love for everyone to read this article because I think – it's really well written and it does kind of put a button on that. You know, it's like, was there ever another now mind you, there's an evening harder, I think, or one of them does yeah. have just like a, a semi continuation of the story. Uh, but it, it, it doesn't really say much other than he was contacted and that there was the, um, uh, the discovery that, uh, you know, Kevin had never signed the NDA. So, right. Oh, yeah. well, uh, but that was like about it. And ended up, obviously he wasn't very happy about it. Right. And yeah. this kind of put a, a, a nice little button on it. And, and dude, I didn't even remember this. Oh yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Where did you pull that? I mean, what are you like fucking a beautiful mind or something? <laughs> Gotta watch Wapner. Gotta, I, I'm more like, I'm more rain man. And more rain man. It's just like, okay, hold on. Beautiful mind. Yeah. Definitely. Def- definitely happened at NetHeads episode 146. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah um, it, it was just after uh, the, the George Lucas. Yes, question. That was, uh, that was definitely, it was the last three minutes of uh, gratitude, the podcast. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> I'm an excellent driver. Kmart sucks. Yeah, no, but I, I I just I remembered it because I remember we talked about it and it was something that I'd never heard before. And I think that's what stuck with me the most part, because, uh, you know, I a lot of the, my master's work I wrote about in my rhetoric classes were about the rhetoric of Kevin Smith. And so I've kind of just like sadly memorized where a lot of the stories originated. And I'd never heard that one before. By the way, um, speaking of of that, uh, I just also have to bring up. Um, uh, how cool it is to be able to see you up on my wall when we're doing this. Show. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Everything's, yeah. everything's wired up. Everything sounds uh, correctly. I've got enough monitors here to kind of light me. And, uh, but whenever Trent is talking, he's just up on the main view screen and I just get to look up. Uh, no, that's not what I really wanted to talk about. It's amazing. You, you had that pull. I, I didn't even remember that mostly because that entire weekend is an absolute <laughs> blur. Yeah, it's it just it's still surreal when I think back on it. Yeah, but it, and it's just amazing that it even came up again there. But uh, that's the thing. It's uh, 
Prince is, is one of those personalities that just uh, everyone's got an interest and everyone's got a position. Everyone's got a story, I think. Yeah, and, yep, I, and, I think so. I think you're exactly right on that. But yeah. the, but the thing that I uh, I was amazed about in in the way this then has rolled out, because I, I have to uh, I've already said it uh, once again. I uh, I have these uh, and you know what it could it. Years from now, when everyone discovers I don't actually work for Smodco at all, and they learn the disturbing <laughs> level I've been stalking, Kevin, <laughs> they're just like, "Wait, he doesn't? What?" So I've got these. Uh, I, I've got news alerts, right? And it's yeah. interesting to see uh, slow news days versus busy news days. Uh, the, yep. It's also really interesting to see what happens after an episode of Hollywood Babylon goes out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, and it's interesting to see the way the news plays with stuff. But uh, the, where I'm going with this is that. Uh, once Pitt, Prince had passed, this kept coming up again. The story and this, yep, uh, the 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 evening with thing. Yeah, which led me to just sit back and uh, watch it. Uh, oh God, Greg Berlanti had uh, tweeted a day ago that uh, Kevin's episode of The Flash is just perfect. Really? Yeah. Oh, sorry, I can't wait. Uh, didn't mean yeah, to get yeah. distracted. I've been trying to make this point several times. Uh, so with all this popping up, naturally, I went back and I watched it, right? Yep. Same. So did I. Yeah. And the thing that gets me is listening to the difference. Uh, here's what you do. Uh, this will tell you the kind of, because this is like the jumping in the lake, cold river, whatever kind of yeah. shock. Listen to the first five minutes of that story. Then cue up an episode of uh, Fat Man on Batman. Okay, uh -huh. and listen to the two different Kevins, because one is a soft-spoken storyteller, yeah, and the other is a is just a living out loud uh, raconteur, if you yes. will. Yes, uh huh, yeah. Uh, it's just amazing uh, the difference in the, in the years now, and how yeah. much Kevin has really come into a, like a public speaker, if you will. Yes. I guess yep. that's the point I'm making, but I guess maybe I'm the only one that noticed it. No, no, I, I've I've definitely noticed it, um, especially in uh, you know, in in certain events that have happened in in Kevin's life in the past three years, um, I've I've noticed a definite change, um, in delivery and also in rhetoric too. He's like, he never really talks about anything shitty. It's always positive and fun and like you know, like Tony Robbins esque almost. You know what I mean? It's well, it's cool. Well, the I yeah. It's it's a very basic concept, but he apparently is applying it, and that's yeah, just oh, you know, sure. rather than curse the darkness, shine a light. So yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah. You know, if he, I'm sure if, uh, well, never mind. Because that whole <laughs> that whole. I mean, I'm sorry. I just I think it's unfair how much he got shit. Look, folks, the thing is, there is a, a, a news piece. I would love to write for the website, but I can't because one, I'm not a good writer. Oh. And two, because I, I wouldn't be able to formulate it correctly. But the idea for the piece, Trent, is why it sucks being Kevin Smith. Uh-huh. Because uh, if you succeed, no one likes it. Yeah. If you succeed, it's like, oh, <laughs> Kevin Smith. And if in any way, yeah, and if anything doesn't meet their expectations so they would define it as a fail yep you know it's i mean my whole point is there's just not doing anything right he talked about like the good things in batman v superman that he liked and then people and then the news spun it one way oh, yeah i think it I, was it the 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 f april 2nd or april f whatever the 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 first 
Hollywood Babylon of April was. He talks mm-hmm. about this. How like, okay, first I did this, and then I did this, and then he just talks about all the different ways people have like, yeah, admit, like it tried to like read things into it. Oh, big Hollywood got to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's Hollywood my favorite Mafia. one. By the way, I never put it together. Um, I had wanted to though. I was trying to put in just like a make a little blast of babble from the last episode of Hollywood Babylon because that thing for me. I, and if I said this last time on the show too, I apologize, but it really plays like a comedy album for me. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. just, it was uh, probably the strongest 90 minutes of Hollywood Babylon I've ever heard. Everybody, everything was falling into place. Everything was happening perfectly. There was a, a, a name spelled an incorrect way. Uh, Yeet the Turkish lover was back. I mean, and yeah. just everything. And Kevin's stories about both the news jumping on him and his experience on the flash. I mean, it just, it came together as it, it was like a quintessential episode of Babylon. Yeah. 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 And I'm just blowing smoke up the company's ass so much right now. Well, and to take things even uh, darker, and I don't know if you saw this this morning, Will, oh. but um, Patton Oswalt's wife passed away uh, last night. Um, Wasn't last night. Actually, I believe it was, uh, Friday. Yeah, it doesn't matter when. Yeah, yeah. I, I just saw it this morning, and I was like, "Holy!" Because I know they they've got like a like an eight year old or a mm-hmm. seven year old or something like that. Yeah, like, a daughter. And that God, just that man. just breaks your heart too, because you know if there's anybody that you want good things to happen for, it's the people that bring you joy in your life. Oh, for sure, dude. And if you want to know the type of joy that Patton Oswalt can be bring to your life by legitimately being himself. Hmm. Look at the uncut uh, seven-minute mega movie mashup filibuster that he (laughs) did on Parks and Recreation. Oh, my God, yes. Oh, my fucking hell, yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. Where he successfully ties in uh, Star Trek, Star Wars, and the Marvel movies all into one big mashup film. In, in in like seven minutes, it just nonstop speaking because it's a filler buster. And and folks, unscripted. Yep. Yes. That's the type of joy that he can bring to your life. Um, if you've ever listened to, I think it may have been on Werewolves and Lollipops. <laughs> uh, there was the talk uh with uh, Brian Dennehy about being character actors. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And you know that that's the the great thing about being a character actor or or the voice work was just uh, you know he was just lumping on some mashed potatoes, you know? <laughs> put some gravy on them French fries, son. <laughs> uh, he, he, Patton Oswalt is a great entertainer. The man has always brought joy. Uh, there was a, a while where on Twitter he was just on fire with uh, inventiveness uh, in entertaining us. Uh, and it just, it breaks our heart to think that those that bring us laughter would have to experience pain and that yeah. one, you know, Hey guys, uh, I, I'm not saying it's the, the chipperest episode of, uh, netheads to exist, but this is the stuff that's going on. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's make it tech. The, uh, the pebble yeah. time and its watches have received an update. <laughs> now they have different buzzes that can alert you. I think the nudge is nice. Cause it's a lot like the Apple watches tap. It's very discreet. And okay. that's, that's your tech news. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's interesting. And, and I feel, man, I feel bad that I didn't know her credentials prior. Um, you know, she's, uh, and I, and again, I, I apologize. She started uh, a website that's, pretty famous that is um basically like looks into cold cases Mm -hmm. like 
and and like writes about him. She she you know has a master's in creative writing and stuff. And apparently, you know, she's done everything from like super like famous cases to like John Doe's John uh, uh, John Doe's Jane Doe's that no one ne- never you know knew who they were. But like trying to crack these cases and stuff. Like, um, yeah, man, it just it's it's shitty. Like so many awesome awesome and and, and the sad thing is too. Like you know. Um, you know, Patton's talked about it in the past, you know, I, and I think all comedians are, are susceptible to, um, you know, some, some sort of, uh, social, um, withdrawal at certain times in their lives. And that's, you know, probably a, a good indicator of why they went into the industry in, in the first place. I, I, I hope he can continue on and has a good support system to get through this is, is more than anything is what I'm, I'm hoping for. Yeah, definitely. Uh, especially considering it was just probably one of those shocking moments. So, yeah, you know, just in, in just your heart goes out to him, especially for for bringing us so much joy. Uh, oof. Oh, plus, oh my God, he's 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 like fifteen different characters on BoJack Horseman. <laughs> that's true. I, not to mention making a, a voice appearance on this last season of Rick and Morty. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's right. By the way, did you hear, my friend? Okay, let's turn it around. Let's spin it. Let's bring a little good news, shall we? Okay. Okay. Rick and Morty is coming back a lot sooner than we expected. Really? Have well, actually, first I have to ask Trent because I, I just don't know your your wife. Your life has just been such a whirling dervish of craziness. It really has. <clears throat> um, were you able to see the entire last season of Rick and yes. Morty? Yes, I was. Yep. Yeah. So you remember the way it uh, ends, and and Rick is incarcerated. Spoilers. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah. And then, like, we see Mr. Poopy Butthole, and, you know, he makes a joke about, you know, how, see you next year. Oh, gosh, well, I guess, guess we'll find out what happens. Like, 18 months, <laughs> maybe longer. And and apparently, no, I think we're, we're going to see new Rick and Morty, if not by the end of this year, then the beginning of next year. Oh, good. Well, I, dude. Oni Press is, is doing um, a comic book series, mm-hmm. and in the first season uh, doc, uh, commentary, the, the, the writers talk nonstop about how they had all these ideas. They're only going to be able to tell in the comic book series. And the series is probably 12 issues out. The first volume is in trade and it really, it buys into all the same continuity. And it has, there's a couple of, uh, issues that have Mr. Poopy butthole on the cover and then have nothing to do with him in the, (laughs) in the, uh, the continuity of the stories. Mm -hmm. Um, it's it's really good. Uh, I can't wait to to get it, and and I want to get more seasons just for the the commentary on on Blu-ray. Because holy shit, there's so much uh, that goes into that show that like I think the most of us think that it's really well scripted. And uh, no, it's it's a lot of it's improv improv. At least the script itself is improvisational and and then scripted. But a lot of it's just like you know, really creative dudes hanging around making funny jokes. Hmm. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Well, I, but let's face it. I, I'm sure that they have a, the writer's room is probably also called the green room. <laughs> oh no, there's no doubt. There is no, they talk about it. Yeah. 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 They, they do all their stuff in, um, uh, Dino Stantinopoulos's, uh, studio, uh, Starburns productions. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, it's, it's a, uh, it's a, it's, it's a, a medicinal it's, area folks. Yes, it is. It is. You know, yeah. There's a lot of people with glaucoma apparently. Yeah. <laughs> the affliction most writers get in california yeah it's 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 it affects all of us man they go to colorado they can just doesn't you know hey hey. but (laughs) here in california they got the glaucoma migraines got these migraines insomnia the insomnia trend and depression and and anything else you can you know 
fit into it. There you go. Come on. Um, so, yeah, I just looked it up, actually. Rick and Morty will be coming back uh, before the end of the year. They said oh, hell yeah, they're dude. hoping the end of this year, which probably hell means yeah. next year, but whatever. Uh, yeah. That was a that that second season. I am I am amazed at the level of quality. Yes. Yeah. I think the only one that I didn't overly love was <clears throat> ironically the uh the interdimensional cable episode yeah like they're trying to catch lightning in a bottle a second time and it just it missed a little bit well and i think the only reason why it missed is because it was aware of what it was the first time it happened it was not aware of what it was if you know what i mean yep yep you know it's kind of like how uh we could try and adhere to a schedule on this show But every time we do, every time, now folks, I got to tell you, you may get pissed off that there's not a whole lot of tech on this tech news program. Uh And I'm sorry about that. I really am. But you know, dude, that's news.google.com. They'll they'll bring you more than we ever will. You know, go go to uh, uh, Wired, their website. It's awesome. You know, we just really needed some kind of niche to fit into because we're just another podcast of two assholes talking on the internet. Okay. Yeah. It, let's yeah. let's not put lipstick on a pig here, Trent. Well, as I your mean, dad would say. Yeah. Well, and that and that's fine. But you know, sometimes you want to if you're going to take Just your pig to the stop right now. <laughs> Shh. I don't want you to say anything else. I don't want to know where that possibly could have gone. I'm just yeah. going to keep it in the innocent land right yeah. over here. No, that's that's probably that's probably better. Right over yeah. here, just like where Prince put Kevin. We're yeah. gonna put you We're over gonna here. We're gonna put, you know. Okay, well then we'll just put you over here. Put you over here. <laughs> well, I don't know. What, uh, and the way Kevin tells that story too is just, it, and it, it, it's and it's fun too. It, you're right. Uh, now that I think about it, it is so interesting to just see how kind of like his storytelling style has changed so much not in a bad way just evolved yeah it's definitely evolved because there's nothing wrong with the way that story is told it's just god no it's there i I don't know what the difference is i can't put a finger on it and i'm not going to try and psychoanalyze the guy no but it's not even that his delivery isn't strong because at first it's just like it and it's almost beautiful the way it plays out because it starts he starts low-key just as the story is low-key and yes and as the uh as the story evolves and becomes more surreal, he becomes more animated. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So, like, so, like just like the ridiculousness is, is mirrored in his in his delivery. Yeah, definitely. So it played by the way, yes, I am drinking out of a mason jar because but it, I got a straw, I'm keeping it classy. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not I mean, because if you're gonna be drinking moonshine, at least at least use a straw. <laughs> cause it cause it ain't never ain't been no harm done by drinking your hard alcohol with a straw. No, never. <laughs> this is the official, you know, ball the mason jar company. Yeah. Uh, this also, is their- also the uh the the proprietors or the the people that donated all the money for ball state oh i did not know that so uh yeah. this is their special add-on for a wide mouth they even give you a, a nice straw my oh, wife nice. brought these home when i was ecstatic because i i don't know why i like drinking out of jars there's something wrong with me well uh you know my <laughs> my my family my, my mom is big into canning um foods yeah and so, you know, I'll, I'll get, she'll make her own applesauce, which is delicious. And so then I've always got a set of like new jars until she comes and picks them up for next year's uh, harvest. No, oh, ain't that just, well, that's efficient is what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. But you know, it, and that's kind of why using this uh, little add on from ball is kind of stupid because like one of the reasons why people use Mason jars is because it's, it's glass. So it's an it's not giving off anything. 
you know, into the water. And but now right. I'm sticking a piece of plastic in it and I'm drinking through it. So <laughs> health benefits my ass. Actually, I've been having throat problems. So even when I'm drinking, I keep forgetting it's not lemonade. It's oh. it's actually a little uh yeah. apple cider vinegar in water. You know, that stuff, uh, listener to the show, uh, Diane Crane, swears by it. Why do you think I'm drinking it, and where do you think I heard about it? Really? Yeah, yeah. Like, like she's, uh, whenever I'm sick, she's always just, go get some apple vinegar. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't gargle with it, but I I don't mind drink. I always, look, I'm already uh, addicted to adding flavor. I just can't drink just water. I don't know why, Trent. Yeah. I'm an asshole that way, so. No, no, uh, a lot of people, my, my, my mother, for example, uh, she she can't do it and she takes but she knows it's good for her so every t- everywhere she goes she has those little mio drip mm-hmm. uh, drop things everywhere we go she's dropping those in there and confusing the hell out of the wait staff well i can't remember the name of it but there is a company that makes uh one uh, with those little uh flavor packets that you're supposed to put per bottle yeah, uh, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll use one of them for a, for two liters because I like my flavor a little diluted yeah uh, but that one's flavored with the stevia trent you get it the stevia I don't know what what is that. It's a plant, Trent, and and it's it's sweet. It's an artificial sweetener, but it's it's from the botanicals. They claim. Okay. So usually I like that one, but lately I've just been getting into just putting some lemon or this into water. You know what? That's uh, uh there's a, a local dietitian that has an uh, an article in the an, an op ed every other month here, and she always writes about how great ways just for like in in lieu of soda, just a fresh lemon. There you go. Just to drop us in, into some ice cold water is delicious. Hey, a little smelly before that big interview? Slice <laughs> of lemon. A little slice of lemon. <laughs> Which, you know, by the way, Trent, great, uh, great tag in because I wanted to let everyone know that here at NetHeads, we uh, fully support the fact that you uh, may be experiencing stress in life. We have as well. I uh, got here right in front of me, Trent. This is the, uh, the prototype right here. Uh, you'll notice it's more green like a lime, but this is the <gasps> official Nethead Stress Lemon. Yes. Okay, we're going to start selling, and we're, I, we don't know the price, but uh, they'll no. be available at StressLemon.com. That is awesome. Because when life give you, gives you lemons, just squeeze them. Just, just fucking squeeze it to no oh. end. And get super strong forearms at the same time. Exactly. Um, I'm just kidding. We made stress balls, but... Uh, it sounds like you're into it, so okay, we'll do it. <laughs> you're like, well, okay, shit, there's something else we got to do. Okay, I need another sack of playground sand, another one of them gigantic baker's bags of uh, of uh, flour. And Wait, did you, did you actually make that? Yeah, I made this. I oh, made this. shit. Yeah, it's two balloons. I mean, huh. oh, let's not give away trade secrets. We're going to start selling them. Trent, shut up now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Stress and, the, and the great com. thing is, the great thing is, if you pay us enough, Fuck, we, we can- another domain. Shit. We can keep we can keister it into uh, loved ones in prison if you need. <laughs> hold Just on, let me, us know. Hold on, I gotta get. I gotta drop some stress off. <laughs> what? Uh, what was I watching the other day? Holy! Can you? Okay, hold on. Now I think you've pointed out a key principle on why we shouldn't sell these. <laughs> First, first goddamn x-ray they go through, they are just flagged. They're like, sure, oh, yeah, it's, sure it's just playground sand and flour. They don't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, I was watching an episode of Bob's Burgers <laughs> mm-hmm. where um, one of their friends who is uh, a member of the One-Eyed Snakes, which is the motorcycle gang, had to use a butt phone in prison. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of calling <laughs> they just keep on referring it as the butt phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh god well because it sounds like bat phone so that's cool 
right? Oh man, we didn't even talk about the bat dance. Oh my gosh! Which, what do you holy mean? shit, that is a hard thing to find on the internet right now. Oh really? Yes. I, well, okay. Let's. Uh, yeah. You know what? That's one of the other things that's amazing about the passing of Prince. Something that has not happened in years, folks. Friday MTV was playing music videos. Oh shit! Are you serious? In, I'm dead in, serious, like, dude. They were that they were running. Cool, it was nothing but Prince videos. Some of them that were alternative is- live uh, concert footage. Really fucking cool. Um, it it really was. It, you know, except for the fact that you might get one or two songs, and then like ten commercials. Yeah, it yep. was interesting to see how it evolved though during the day, because then suddenly there would also be like, uh, for lack of a better term, title cards, uh, just in tribute to him. So you know, as the day went really? on, of, of of like so and so says this about this, like a tweet yeah. or something, or that's yeah. cool dude and that was one of the things i did not remember that there was a video yes! for bat dance and it is the yes! most frightening fucking thing i've ever seen yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what did you think of that one man i it was it was it's just so weird like everything about it is you know what it is everything about it is so prince it is uh, again another one of the things you just imagine what paisley park was like oh my gosh at yeah, the dude. time yeah. Well, and like, like Prince really is. He was like, he was like this, this more palatable musical version of, of, and and has nothing to do with sexuality, but in, in creation of art of Andy Warhol almost, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I, I, you can't, you can't put a pin on it because it's, it's Prince, man. It's, he's, it's indef- indefinable. Yeah, it is. Um, so much of his artistry is, I mean, I, the thing too, um, I don't know. I was kind of blown away because there was a video for Thieves in the Temple. I uh-huh. don't know what the song is, but, you know, it's or I don't I'm horrible. Look, guys, I'm not the big uh, biggest Prince fan in the world. I'm not going to lie. Right. Yeah. You know, I don't have my wife has got all of his albums uh, or she might not. I don't know what the fuck. Do I There's know? a lot. There are a lot of Prince albums. There really are like a whole ton. Yeah. Actually, the thing that is the this is going to be one of the more interesting um, estates to see shake out because of the massive unreleased library yes. yep. that is out there. Uh, Kevin has made mention to it. Um, uh, in in that article, I I linked to the known, at least on Wikipedia, the known stuff that's that's in the vault, mm-hmm. and it's just as big as his catalog. It's it's mind blowing the amount of content, and that's what I'm saying. Like he did it right. He had the means and surrounded himself to be creative 100% of the time. And mm-hmm. that's, and that's, and when, and that's the other thing about artists, like, um, uh, like artists are able to, to create things for themselves just as much as they are for others. Do you know what I mean? And so a lot of those things, maybe it was just the process he needed to mm-hmm. go on to something else or, or to get, get it out. You know, it's like those writers say, you know, you know, you're a writer when you, when you have to write, Otherwise, you will die. Maybe his was like, I had to make this music video or else I would die. Could be. I uh, I, I don't know what, but God almighty, the stuff that's coming out now. Again, um, 2004, I think it was, another one of the videos that are going around. It's uh, Prince uh, performing at the George Harrison tribute. Okay. And it's... Uh, this was, yeah, this was the, when, the same time when that uh, entertainment... Weekly article okay. came out. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's that, By that's, the way, in case we weren't clear, co- folks, go to smodcast.com forward slash news. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. You can find the article that Trent wrote. Um, the, uh, the, what was I saying? Oh, 2004. Uh, the 2004. Uh, yeah, George Harrison George tribute. He, they're playing My Guitar Gently Weeps. Uh-huh. And it's uh, Tom Petty and other big names in rock. And then and then suddenly you realize, oh, there's Prince. Mm-hmm. And just like hanging out there. He just, uh, he unleashes. The last uh, two or three minutes of this is nothing but him guitar soloing. Right? And, uh-huh. and it is just, uh, you... Look, here's the thing. I think part of my problem, not problem, but part of my thing with Prince is I, I always, because of everything else about Prince, yeah, I always forget about how much of an accomplished musician he was. Yeah, his 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 persona outweighed his, w- w- at least was so loud that you never heard his music. Yeah, because this is a guy, he can play guitar, he can Anything. play the piano. Yep. Uh, well, I'm sure there are a lot of people that can do that, but they're not Prince. Um, it's true. And, and, and again, it's, it's, so you see moments like this and I don't, I don't know if this is true or it's rumored, but I heard that at some point someone asked Eric Clapton what it's like to be the world's greatest guitar player. And he said, I don't know. You should ask Prince. Really? I don't know if that's true, but I, I, I want to live in a world where it is. Yeah. Well, I, I, I could, I could, I could see Clapton saying that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the guy really was an amazing artist and obviously touched a lot of people, touched a generation. I mean, even, the guy helped make Tom Jones relevant again in, yeah. inadvertently with his cover of Kiss. Well, and that's the other thing that's interesting, too. Um, I've seen a lot of listicles, you know, which is what. Excuse kind me? Of the- yeah, that's the term for like list bait. Do you have to turn like, your head and cough for those, or where it's just like you know the top the top five whatevers? But um, gotta get songs lump that on Prince my wrote that down. someone else made popular. Uh huh. And, and apparently, there's a shit ton of those as well. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Which, which you know, was also you know, and Kevin talks about his 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 uh, frustration with the music business. Uh, was that he had done so much that he didn't that wasn't his that he didn't own? Mm-hmm. That's true, and that's got to be frustrating. I can't even imagine that. I think the one of the worst uh, stories, but the biggest examples about that was when uh, Michael Jackson was talking to oh. Paul McCartney, and he mm-hmm. said, "Hey, I took your advice and I, I got into you know publishing rights." And, you know, he's like, oh, really? Well, like, who? And he's like, yours. It's yeah, like, I bought all your music. Really? Bitch. That's got to, <laughs> that, so that's got to be really goddamn oh, frustrating. Yeah. So. For uh, sure. But it's still, uh, to lose a talent like that. Uh, but then again, I mean, what was the last thing we all actively, like, heard from him other than these types of events? Like, when he was at the. Actually, that was another interesting thing to, to watch as well. It was the uh, NFL's official coverage of the Super Bowl that he played in. Where yeah, it was... the 2007 halftime. That's that's the last time I heard Prince was then. Yeah. And man, oh man, uh, just you know, seeing that performance and understanding the deluge of water that he was under. Yep. At the moment where he says, "Can I play this here guitar?" I got goosebumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just like yeah. holy shit. Yeah. No other way to put it. You know, and the thing, too, is uh, I guess the reason why uh, we talk about these kind of things when they happen is because deep down inside, I think we're all concerned 
to some degree about the amount of uh, of a footprint we'll leave behind should we shake loose oh, this mortal for sure. coil. For sure, that's that's why this stuff makes news. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Uh, not only is uh, is Prince a relevant footprint on so much in life, he is uh, he's one of those definable things that that. Uh, he's even a guy who, 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 for, you know, all intents and purposes, uh, turned his back on his own brand when he became the artist formerly known as Prince. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like that's just it. He was, he was changing names way before, uh, Snoop <laughs> Lion, Snoop Dogg, uh, Diddy, uh, Puffy, Puffy Comb, Sean P Diddy, Puffy Comb uh, Diddy. Yeah. Uh, uh, Yeezy, Wheezy, uh, Jesus, Kanye, like he was, he, he was doing that shit when those guys were just, you know, twinkles in their, in their daddy's nutsacks. Whoa, whoa, buddy. Are you really wanting to go out that far with it, pal? Okay. Well, Snoop Dogg was probably alive then, but, but the others know (laughs) the others know. (laughs) Yeah. Don't, uh, don't bag on the, uh, on the Snoop on my show, buddy. Oh, gosh, no. Gosh, no. I will take you down. I will take you down to Chinatown. Yeah. I don't know what that means either. I think it was in the, uh, the, that movie with the, um, with the, the cat that went in the toilet. You trouble little China? No, but okay, sure. <laughs> Not sure what's happening. I'm afraid. I'm afraid, Trent. Anyway, folks, I think, uh, we've talked about dead people enough. It's time to sign off. Yeah, I think so. But I want to thank everyone for tuning in and thank you for listening. If you want to uh, take part in the program after the fact, you can still always send us a Skype message via Skype, NetHeads on Air. You can email the show, NetHeadsOnAir at gmail.com or, you know, what's that other thing they could do on Twitter, Trent? Uh, NetHeads. Just use the hashtag and we'll uh, we'll chat back at you. That we will. So until next time, folks, my name is Will. And I'm Trent. And you've been listening to the most uplifting episode of uh, NetHeads right here on uh, on Smodcast something or other. Yeah, smodcast.com. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. Signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. NetHeads. We'll be back soon. Goodbye. Oh, that's the old version. Oh, because it didn't go... Yeah. Or does that come after? No, it's supposed to. But oh, now it's okay. not. Yeah. But then but then it's supposed to do this. <laughs>